I've been gone for 11 days and man, it's weird because all my episodes, I shoot four or five days apart from one another. July 7th is when I released episode five and today's July 18th where I will release episode six. But where have I been? Well, I've been on vacation and not for 11 days, for like four days. I was in Florida doing something and um, I thought about you guys a lot. I thought about you guys a lot and I've been writing and I've been brainstorming. I got two other episodes after this already planned ahead, written ideas, jotted down. But I just want to let you guys know that I'm back back on regular schedule for the closed book podcast so without further ado let's get right into this episode so accustomed to the fact that anyone with material things were the coolest people on the planet um but in reality right the people who were the nicest or the coolest to me were actually the ones who didn't have all the materialistic things sometimes those with materialistic things were broke live in a messed up house, the room is dirty, the washing machine is not working, but they got all the new gear and chains and watches, pretty much the priority messed up. And I think this stems from rap music. Nowadays, rap music has a huge influence on our society and our generation and our children. Kids know more about Little Dirk and NBA Youngboy than they know about Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Marcus Garvey, Emmett Till, Rosa Parks. And it's sad. And as I got older, I realized that these characters or personas of people were just an act. The materialistic things are there just to make them look cool. As Confucius stated, he who controls images controls minds. So these rappers we see on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, they are the ones who control the images and they're controlling our minds. Most of the time, the people who have all these flashy things on Instagram are scammers who don't have an honest living. Most of those people are sad deep down inside. Some of them are going through some of the worst stages of depression in their life that they ever experienced. In the movie Superfly, where Trevor Jackson played the character Priest, right? In the beginning, this rapper owed Priest money. And the rapper, you know, he was, you know, he was a very well-known rapper. He made good music, I guess. But Priest knew that this rapper didn't have any money, but this rapper was flexing his sports car throwing money in the club when in actuality he was broke excuse me he was broke 
But the people didn't know that because they flex materialistic things. I seen it's a show on MTV and there's videos on YouTube of MTV My Cribs. And when I was younger, I looked at these people's houses, these rappers' houses, and I was and I sat back and I was just like, hmm. All of them are rich. All of them got this big house. All of them have a jacuzzi, a pool, 5,000 square feet houses. All these rappers getting money. But then I saw Redman's MTV My Crib. He spoke truth and how most of these rappers actually live. He wasn't in no mansion. He wasn't in no... Big bed, no bathtub, no jacuzzi. He was just like a regular person in New York. In a Vlad TV interview, he tried to say, or he said that they tried to get him to rent out this house. I did some more research and found out that most of these rappers, all the cars that you see, all the bedrooms, all the pools, the basketball courts you see in their house, that was all the front. People. Flexed her $100,000 watch, Rolex, $50,000 chain, just to find out it's fake. All these rappers go to Johnny Dang and all these rappers go to Icebox. And they get overpriced for jewelry. These companies and these people who control these images keep putting out all these materialistic things because they know people are going to go for it. They're willing to die over it. I remember Balenciaga, one of the biggest brands in the world. Balenciaga sold this shoe that was beat up so bad, it looked like a homeless person was wearing it. But they sold this beat up shoe for over $1,000 and people bought it because it simply said Balenciaga. I'd rather buy some off-brand Balenciagas that's clean. <laughs> Why we got to get the regular Pop-Tarts? Great value Pop-Tarts taste about the same. Why we got to get that name brand bread when great value is just as good? I don't get that. But back on these Balenciaga shoes. They beat up over $1,000. But... There are no shoes for influential black people. There are no Black Lives Matter shoes. Yeah, they're custom on Nike and Jordans. No MLK shoes, no Rosa Parks shoes, nothing. But we out here selling Balenci- beat up, dirty Balenciaga shoes that have been through the struggle for over $1,000 in people, and it sold out, and people bought it. I don't need all the chains and Rolexes to make me feel good because... When I had a chain, man, I felt the same with it and without it. Man, I felt the same. I felt happy some days and I felt sad some days whether I had the chain on or not. And most of these people who control images, deep down, they go through the same things normal people do, even worse. Depression, pressure from success, family constantly asking for money, etc. 
these rappers who don't wear jewelry don't get a lot of views. Unless you're at that type of the level like Kendrick or Cole. And I know some rappers that I heard before that don't got all this flashy stuff. That's better than most of y'all favorite rappers. But they ain't they ain't getting no views because they they dress they don't dress like the rapper supposed to dress. If you're not showing that car that you don't own or that chain that's fake, <laughs> that don't influence the children. Our children are looking up to the wrong people. Our children want to see the jewelry and the fast cars. Why you think almost every kid on on a Lambo toy car, a Lambo to toy car? Why you think every kid almost own that? That's what they are accustomed to. Now, I'm not a flashy person. I like clothes, but I mainly just like a bum in quotations, right? I'm not a people pleaser. L listen, the only thing closest to jewelry that I have is earrings, and that's all I wear. I don't wear no watches. The last time I wore a watch was for prom, and it wasn't even a roly. I think it cost me $70. My earrings cost me maybe five dollars, ten. I promise you, I never spent over a hundred dollars on no shoe. I never spent over a hundred dollars on no shoe. The highest I spent was ninety-eight dollars on some Nike Air Forces. That's it. That's it. And like I said, I'm not no people pleaser. I don't want to be fake at all. The person you see in public, that's me. The person you hear on your phone, your laptop, that's me. The person you hang around when I get to college, that's me. I remember during baseball season, someone asked, you know, because I ain't have all the baseball drip. Someone asked, why you ain't got baseball drip? All I said was, look at my numbers, and you and you tell me why. They looked at my numbers, was like, you good? Yeah, I don't need all that drip to perform to hit a baseball. <laughs> I was not one of them athletes that wore all the accessory gear, because I didn't care. Materialistic things don't make you better as a person or a player. Yeah, you probably get or got more Instagram followers. Yeah, but that's not what make you happy. You got a nice car, cool. Nice houses, cool. All the jewelry you got. But if you're not in tune with yourself spiritually and mentally, it's pointless. <laughs> I find it funny how people used to judge me because I went to a high school where everyone dressed the same. All the men, all the men dressed the same. They had on some skinny jeans, sagging the pants, throwing off the Ethica, the PSD boxers. They had on a hoodie. They had all the Jordans on. They had on a, a Gucci belt, a Louis Vuitton belt. Uh, that wasn't me. I wore sweatpants. Some days I wore khakis. Some, some days I dressed formal. Button up shirt, polo. Sperry's. I dressed differently. I didn't wear all the chains. I didn't have no grill in my mouth like most of them. 
I didn't have the freshest kicks on. I didn't. I felt like an outcast to my own people at school because I didn't have the materialistic things. But it's pointless and it doesn't matter. I learned that. I learned that not too long ago. I recently had a conversation. Uh, I got off work and had a conversation with this kid that I haven't seen about three years or two years. We were just talking, man. He And, you know, he brought up a good point, man. He said, I don't dress the way people would like me to dress, but I make money. And they think I'm broke because the way I dress. And I looked down and said, dang, that's sad that people actually think like that. Because he was right. Just because you dress a certain way don't mean you broke. Most of your favorite rappers and actors filed for bankruptcy. But they had on the greatest gear that you could have imagined. I lost the chain, a piece of jewelry, and I wasn't even mad because I realized it meant nothing to me. It meant it had no value to me compared to my family, my friends, my schoolwork. It meant nothing to me. And as you get older, and I hope the kids listen to this. As you get older and as you get wiser, you start to realize that people don't care about your ice, man. People don't care about the diamonds. They don't care about the gold, silver in your mouth. Because who you are as a person is far more important than the materialistic things you own. Yes, in middle school, if you had on all the gear, I remember if you had on all the gear, you got all the girls. No matter how goofy you look, if you had on all the gear, you got all the girls. And I didn't have all the gear, so you know what I'm saying. That means I ain't get all the girls. But once people got to know me as a person, Instead of looking from the outside or my clothes. Because like I said before, I love wearing Sperry's. I don't know why, but I love wearing Sperry's. I used to get called a white boy. When wearing some affordable shoes that I felt like were comfortable for me. I've been wearing Sperry's since 6th grade. 11 years old, and I'm, I'm 18, and I still wear Sperry's, man. But I used to get called a white boy because I didn't have... I didn't have the materialistic things. I didn't have the bape. I didn't have the V-Lone. I didn't have the Gucci. I didn't have the Louis V. I didn't have on all the Jordans. I, 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 my right, my right hand to God, I cannot point out a shoe and be like, oh, them Jordan 1s, them Jordan 5s. I can't do that. My right hand to God. I used to wear plaid shirts. Nine times out of ten, you see me, bro. My outfit costs less than 50. Well, exclude the shoes. My outfit costs less than 35 $50. Dollars. 
and you add on the shoe, I'm gonna say my whole outfit probably cost me ninety something dollars. In high school, my senior year, people said I dressed like a gym teacher. All the sweatpants I got that I wore to school were under $15, under $11. All the jeans I had were under $40. All the shirts that I owned were probably, or I wore to school, were probably under $15. And all the shoes that I wore that whole my whole senior year, none of them was over a hundred dollars. I promise you. I wore Skechers to my graduation rehearsal. I was getting flamed for that, cause everyone else had on all the the Yeezys, Boost Three Five Hundred, whatever they called, the Jordans. I had on Skechers. You know what those people call who was roasting me for them sketchers? I don't like cursing because this is for the I'm I'm trying to empower the youth. I'm trying to give knowledge to the youth, but they heard this word before they curse. This is something my mom would say. Those are name brand whores. And Lord forgive me, I'm crossing my chest right now. But those are name brand whores. Those people who roast me for my sketches, my plaid shirt, my Sperry's are name brand whores. I ain't got to wear a polo shirt with the polo symbol on it if I don't want to. Because it looked good to me. I had fake Uggs. I had fake Uggs, but they looked good to me. And they were they were cheaper. Yeah, I'm cheap. But that don't matter. That don't matter. I wasn't like other kids in my high school, man. All the the silver, the gold bracelets, the the the, the chains, the all gold earrings that cost two hundred dollars. I ain't own none of that. All the grills that cost, all them grills that cost probably about three hundred dollars. I didn't own none of that. All them shoes that cost $300, $200, I didn't own none of that. No chain. None of that. Um, Shaka Zulu once said, how did you trap a monkey? I'm going to say this again. Shaka Zulu once said, how do you trap a monkey? Well, hmm. How do you trap a monkey? I'm going to say it two more times. How do you trap a monkey? How do you trap a monkey? And he goes, hmm. With shiny objects. I'm going to let you think about that for a second. He said, Shaka Zulu said, how do you trap a monkey? Hmm. With shiny objects. These rappers and these people who look up to the rappers and want to be the rappers. With all the gold and jewelry. Are the monkeys. I'm not no monkey because I don't get trapped. 
I mean, look at celebrities. Most of them value materialistic things. They value all the clothes, all the nice expensive shoes, all the jewelry, all the $50,000 chains and watches. But do they but do they give back to their community? But do they give back to their community? Do they do community service? Do they do community service? Do they try to install some sort of knowledge and perspective into the youth? Do they try to install some sort of knowledge and perspective into the youth? Are they helping underprivileged families on Christmas and Thanksgiving? Are they helping underprivileged families on Christmas and Thanksgiving? Are they constantly visiting the kids with cancer in hospitals? Are they constantly visiting the kids with cancer in hospitals? Michael Jordan is one of the greatest players ever. But let's forget that for one moment, one second. Because I know with some people out there that be on TikTok and stuff, YouTube, they completely ignore the person. They only care about the basketball player. Like most of how you people do, you don't care about the actual person. You just care about the character, the rapper. You know the rapper, but you don't know the regular person. You know the NBA player, but outside that court, do you really know this person? Like I said, Michael Jordan is one of the greatest players ever. And, and like I said, forget that. And he's a billionaire, respectively so. He put in all the hard work. But kids die. Kids pass away. Kids get killed and die over Michael Jordan's shoes. And it's sad. And at least Michael can do is give back. I'm not even going to say his full name after this. At least Michael can do is give back. It's a story. I, you know, two stories. Shamillionaire. He's like a rapper. He was in the club. He tried to get a picture with Michael Jordan. He's a big fan. Lord, forgive me for my language because I am on the podcast for the youth, but um, I have some adult listeners as well. He said, "I don't want to take no picture with no nigga." I don't want to take no picture with no nigga. Lord, cross over my heart and chest again. I just seen a random video of a kid, two little kids, well, teenage kids, innocent, see Michael Jordan. Michael, Michael, can I get a picture? Now, you know these kids are not trying to harm you. But... You told him no and shoot him away. See, that's why I respect people like Muhammad Ali. Because the people can see Ali. The people can go out and hug Ali. They can touch him, give him handshakes. They can't do that for Michael Jordan. 
But back on him in these shoes, right? I got off track a little bit. Like I was saying, kids are dying over these Michael Jordan shoes. I told you how to, I told you on my, uh, I forgot what episode when I said the girl got clowned for wearing Michael Jordan shoes. That's the mild effect of having a Jordan shoe. Kids are dying over his shoes. All he said was he signed the check to make the shoes and produce them. But he also said that kids dying over his shoes isn't his problem. You serious, Michael Jordan? I mean, Michael. He said kids dying over his shoes isn't his problem. How is it not your problem? You make them. You put them out there. I read an article where it said that over 1,200 people are killed over Jordan shoes a year. I don't know if that number has increased or decreased since then. I hope it's decreased, but it ain't your problem. It's not your problem, Michael Jordan. That all these kids, they waiting in line for your shoes for hours upon hours, days upon days. They fiending for the Jordan shoe is like a drug. It's an antidote. It's like crack. And all you got to say was, it's not your problem. You know people die over your shoes and get killed over your shoes and you're not going to speak up. You're not going to say nothing. You're not going to tell the people, hey, stop killing each other over my shoes. You the GOAT, quote unquote, right? Maybe they'll listen to you. 17-year-old James Anthony Smith died over some, died over some red Jordan shoes. The shoes were $220. He was robbed over some Jordan shoes, and Michael Jordan said it wasn't his problem. You know, some people call Michael, Michael Jordan a sellout. I meant Michael a sellout. I don't know, but it really be your own people. You see what money make you do? You see what materialistic things make you do? Michael Jordan got a golf course. He got a basketball court in his house. He got all these nice things, nice cars, a big boat with 23 on it, so a jet with 23 on it. And you see what all these materialistic things make him do. It make him forget about his people. It made him forget about where he came from. It's sad to think like that, but it's true. And it happens. Henry Ford, shout out to Henry Ford for all the cars. He said, money doesn't change men. It merely unmasks them. If a man is naturally selfish or arrogant or greedy, the money brings that out. That's all. Michael Jordan been selfish for a while then. And for you to say it's not your problem that people are dying over your shoe. I lost respect for Michael Jordan as a person. He's a great basketball player, but he's a messed up person. We need to praise people like LeBron. <laughs> praise people like LeBron James. He built the whole school. He gave back to his people, his community, because he knew where he came from. 
you don't see Robert Smith and David Stewart flexing their materialistic things. And if you didn't if you didn't know, these are two black billionaires, most of the wealthiest black billionaires and the people and some of the wealthiest people in the world who are black or in general you don't know or you can't tell. You can be walking downtown and you can walk past one of the richest people in the world, but just because they dress regular, you will never know. It pains me. Because Charlemagne the God did an interview and he said he was walking down the street and some kids said that he was broke. He was at the way to the bank. He said, Charlemagne was like, he dressed like a regular person, sweatpants, whatever. And he said, some kids yelled, Charlemagne, you look broke. Let me ask you guys a question, right? Would you rather look broke or be broke? Just answer that question. Would you rather look broke or be broke? Robert Smith net worth is nine billion and David Stewart's net worth is three point seven billion. NBA Young Boys net worth is six million and Lord Dirk net worth is four million. Way more money than me, of course. Sheila Johnson's net worth is seven hundred fifty million and Oprah Winfrey's net worth is two point seven billion. Megan Thee Stallion's net worth is eight million, and Cardi B's net worth is twenty-four million. Shout out to all these people by name. Shout out to Rihanna, a self-made black woman billionaire. Shout out to Savage X Fenty. Keep doing your thing, but comparing net worths sparks a question: Who should we really be looking up to? This was episode six of the Close Book Podcast. I was your host, Christian Nettles. Peace be upon you. Good night.